now they can hear me. Sup, freak Hello. bitches. Oh, if I'm going to sit comfortably, i got to put my camera down a little bit more. <laughs> All right. This is, uh, this is OG, right? OG. We fired everybody. <laughs> Not yet. Well, Eddie's got to edit this and then surprise. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's like getting fi- like I've never like I've only I've been the only place I've been fired from was Walmart, and I think I've told the story. I didn't show up for two weeks, and then I showed up because I ran out of money. So, <laughs> but that was the only place you've ever been fired. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only place I've ever been fired. Uh, Have I but, told you my AT and T story? No, but I want to hear it. But let me finish this because I'll forget. Sure. Uh, that is like getting fired at the end of the day. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, that's that that's a bitch move. I worked at a newspaper company where they did that to somebody, and I walked out of my office. I said, I said, that's a bitch move. <laughs> like that is like I told the boss, I was like, that was dirty, man. That was super fucking dirty. And she was mad too. She was like, what? Like, <laughs> I worked all day. And they're like, and you will be paid for it, but we do no longer need your services. So That's hilarious. Tell me about your AT&T story. No, nah, so fucking, um, I think I told you, like, the the career tra- trajectory where right before I joined the Marine Corps, I was uh, some clerk at a fucking, not a Barnes & Nobles, the one that they were in competition with that went Books under. Books a million. Not Books a million. Uh, okay. It was Borders. Borders. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was there. They shut down after the holidays, and I worked at Rosetta Stone for two years as the assistant manager of a fucking. I know about Rosetta Stone. Yeah. Series of kiosks. Well, Rosetta Stone closed down their Huntington Station location on Long Island, and they were just like, "Hey, you should go to Garden City in Times Square and make money over there because you'd be really good at it." And I said, "That's a bitch of a commute. That's like three hundred dollars and a fucking four-hour commute every single goddamn day." Because Ew. of the LIRR, which is our railroad system. Fuck uh, no, I don't want to do that. Four-hour uh, commute? Back yeah. And back? Uh, for the day, right? But the thing is, uh-huh. it's like I would go from Brentwood, take the train all the way out to fucking uh, Grand Central Station. Um, there is a kiosk at Grand Central Station. It's, 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 it's a million-dollar kiosk. Like, they make money. And the Times Square one. one? Yeah. And then the oh, wow. Times Square one, when they had one, because it closed down because Rosetta Stone is now completely online, um, that was also a million-dollar store. So, I mean, they they were making decent money yeah. for a kiosk. And, you know, a million dollars isn't a lot in the city, but, you know, for a kiosk, that's that's bang. Yeah. So um, I said, fuck no, I don't want to do that. They tried upping my pay from, like – $8 an hour to $9 an hour, but that's not, like, the allure of Whoa. it. It's the fact that you would have, like, all these sales and commission, right? So uh, when I was working at Rosetta Stone, mm-hmm. I think it was making 1500 every two weeks, and they were just like, you can make twenty five, three thousand, 3000 And I'm like, mm. I need definite, <laughs> all right? <laughs> exactly, and that's, that's like, the biggest thing because, like, for every, for every three sales that you make, you're going to get one return uh, because some yep. fuckstick is just like, I'm too stupid to learn a new language. Um, Haji me mashate. It's like um, Inglorious Bastards, where uh, Brad yeah. Pitt is just like, "Well, I speak the second most Italian." Bon <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. I love that fucking movie. 
But no, it's it's just like, dude, I'd be spending $400 a month just on transportation alone, let alone the food that would get there. And I don't want to be in a fucking subway all day. Fuck that noise. So I got hired at another kiosk for AT&T. I lasted a month. <laughs> I lasted a month. So there was – I. they didn't realize this, but I was the worst salesman Ever. I can't sell anything. I can I can like bully somebody into wanting to be smart to buy Rosetta Stone. I am not a good salesman. I'm just like, it's a yellow box. You buy it, you learn a new fucking language. You know? Verbatim. I cursing and everything. I don't know how I made fucking top ten salesmen for the region every year or every quarter. No fucking clue. Um <laughs> but nonetheless. Uh so I would just sit at this AT&T booth doing absolutely fucking nothing. You know, I'd leave phones out. I'd, I'd you fucking... you booth, is it like if you're walking through a mall and it's one of those booths? Yeah, okay. so it's not like one of those stand-up booths. It was actually like an enclosed space. Uh-huh. And yeah. like, like the other people... Like booths. Sort of like that. Um, but I was, I was just bad. I was like, what does this phone do? I'm just like, I don't know. It's a fucking phone. I tried selling it the way that I did with like Rosetta Stone. I was like, what does it do? You learned a language. What does this phone do? (laughs) (laughs) You call people on it. Like, what do you want from me? Let me tell you about these things called text messages. Like, (laughs) but by the way, I thought text messaging was the stupidest fucking thing when it first came out. And I was wrong. Yeah. But you had a, (laughs) like a Nokia brick phone when it first came out and you're just like, why would I want to hit the same button six times Uh, over? Yeah. Hold on. I got to say hello. One, two, three, four, five, like one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, three. (laughs) Like you had to like do that kind of tech. I did not have a Blackberry, so I was not fortunate. Yeah, no, it was like texting got big with like the sidekicks and shit like that. It was like T-Mobile had like the sidekicks. Those things are so fucking cool. Um, Insane when the iPhone came out. You're just like, oh, it's I don't even have to worry about a keypad anymore. Essentially. It's all digital. But no, like I got pinned for quote unquote stealing money. Because every single day when I'd open up the register, I'd take all the money and i put it in my pocket just so I didn't have to go back and forth between the register and the fucking whoever it was that I was talking to. And we'd always have this crackhead lady that would buy track phone cards so that she can refill the, the minutes on her phone. Yeah. So that burner phones. Exactly. <laughs> so I'd, I'd take the money out and fucking hand it off to her. Um, and then that same day where she you know, come back and forth and trying to, to get the, the burner phone money card bullshit. My bus showed up early. The regional manager shows up and he's just like, Hey, I'm just checking in on the store. I'm like, cool. Uh, you watch the store. I'm going home. So I fucking left. Wow. <laughs> it it all takes balls. <laughs> everything is just left out there. I'm just like, you got it, bro. I, I my sh- bus. I gotta go. <laughs> I show up to work like two days later, and he was just like, Nah, bro. You're not. <laughs> First off, you stole yeah. money from us. So I'm just like, check the register. Did I? He's just like, you're supposed to be like becoming a marine. I'm just like, I'm not a marine yet. I'm still a shit bag. I don't know what you heard. <laughs> I got excuses until I've actually fucking am a marine. So get even fucked. then, you become a new level of shit turd. Yeah, you don't you don't know what this life is about, man. Oh. That's great. That's not our icebreaker, by the way. No, it's so. not. <laughs> it's just something dumb that came to my head. Anyway, no, I literally I was in college and I was just like, man, Walmart sucks. They like I went from when I was start because I worked at a Walmart before I went to college, and when I moved to go to college, I got transferred to the Walmart in that college town. And they were like, oh, we're going to work you seven to three every day, and like days you don't have class. I was like, fuck that. I'm trying to party and like not do that. 
So <laughs> I just didn't show up for two weeks. And then I walk in and I went to clock in and they were like, you clocking in? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's and like, like, no, no you're not. not. <laughs> and I was like, and then they brought me into the office and they tried to sit there and they're just like, you know, you've ruined your career. And I was like, dude, this is Walmart. I'll be hired in two years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what was their reaction? Like, oh, they're just like, you have an attitude problem. I was like, goodbye. And I just walked out. <laughs> I was like, am I being detained? <laughs> So fucking dumb. I told you why I got fucking fired from Walmart, right? So the job. I don't know. Walmart firing stories are great. So no, this one, this one's kind of like fucking annoying. So I was overnight stock. I was making about like twelve dollars an hour or ten dollars an hour, whatever it was like two dollars above minimum. At that the was time. actually where you wanted to work. Fuck working during the day. Mm-hmm. Overnight stock, but overnight stock was like fucking annoying. Uh, anyway, it's a special breed. Yeah, I did it for a month, like the month right before. I went to boot and fucking, mm. uh, you know, I would go in, I do my hours, I'd get like a half hour or an hour off for lunch or whatever. Yeah. And I'd just be like eating fucking sandwich meat. The... It's like three in the morning. Yeah. So... It's stupid. And then I'd sit in the break room, just play it on my fucking Game Boy and then go right back out to work. Mm. And it was really annoying because I like, it wasn't like I was working at the Walmart near my house. I was working at the one near Islandia. And Islandia is like a 20, 30-minute bus ride out. And it's like a chain of three Jeez. different buses. It was really fucking annoying. And the the bus system or the public transportation system in, in Long Island is completely different from the city. The city, the buses run every 5, 10 minutes. The buses right. on Long Island run every half hour to the hour. So, again, yeah. I'd be having like a two-hour fucking commute both fucking ways for 10 50 an hour and it's really fucking annoying luckily like you can chain bus rides so if i spent two dollars on one bus the next bus that i go on i get for free okay so it's just just like okay it just it's like movie hopping on a saturday sort of (laughs) sort of except it's it's the fucking dot whatever the fuck you want to call it um but no like i'd been working there for a month i kept to myself there was this one chick that tried being my friend or some shit like that. And there's always somebody. There's always there's always somebody. And I'm just like, okay, fine, whatever. Earlier that day, I I had fucking gone to pulley training the that day, fucked up my leg really bad. Like all the skin on my leg was like peeled back and it was just like an open gash that I had wrapped up in gauze. So yeah. like I asked this chick, hey, can you grab me one of the boxes from the second scaffolding? And she's just like, oh, fine, whatever. And she takes it and she throws it at me and it hits my leg. And I was like, oh, bitch, what the fuck? Oh, no. Well, the manager that she's fucking hears that, pulls me aside, like, not even five minutes later. It's like, did you call her a bitch? And I'm just like, she threw a box at me. No, <laughs> like, look at my leg. Everybody. It's <laughs> like, visibly <laughs> bleeding. And it's like, yeah. we can't have that. That's sexual harassment. What? <laughs> All right. Hey, you're not a bitch. You're an asshole. So- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need your badge. Okay. Sure. Fucking fine. Whatever. It's Walmart. It's like it's four in the morning. There's no buses going for like another three hours. Wow. So I had to walk from Islandia back to fucking Brentwood. It was a fucking... Uh, did you have the did you have the light for your Game Boy? I did. I did. As I'm going, I'm I'm playing like fucking Fire Emblem as as I'm going. Yeah. I'm just like, I hope I know where I'm the fuck I'm going. It's just, sure, I'm like yeah. hitching back a ride to Brentwood. Yo, just I let got me a fucked on. up leg and I got fired. <laughs> 
I've been picked up. Go ahead. I've been picked up hitchhiking like three or four times. No, Uh, thank you. Actually, like every single time has been the most positive experience because like either that might be true, but I can't take the chance, (laughs) bro. Like I had broken up with my one of my girlfriends when I was in college and I'm like carrying all my bags because I had just moved out of my mom's place and then we broke up. So I just fucking started walking and the dude just comes out of nowhere. I'm, I'm in the middle of NASA. I have no idea where the fuck I am. I think I'm like in Brookhaven, right? But I don't know where I am. And he's just like, bro, can you just take me to Hempstead, uh, like fucking railroad station. I'll figure it out from there. Nicest fucking guy. He's driving like a fucking Audi. He's just like, don't worry. This is just a low point. You're going to make it sunny as he's driving like he's fucking $80,000, $90,000 car. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't think Do so. Sugar, <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a son? <laughs> Mine is dead. <laughs> wow. No, I think I've told the story on how I accidentally teabagged the Walmart floor. Excuse me? Yeah, so I worked in electronics, and back then, like, we had a bunch of games that weren't in the case. We're, basically, those were the ones that we didn't mind if they got stolen. And uh, I had squatted down. I was like, I mean, I worked there, and it was I was broke. So, and when I worked there, I had to, you, we had to wear the blue polos and the black, or the, the khakis. That's what we had to wear. Mm-hmm. Now you can just fucking wear whatever you want and just put a fucking vest on, which is I envy some Walmart workers on that. But I I was very notorious for I'm a, I was a big dude, so the crotch of my underwear would go out really quickly, and then my crotch of my pants would go out really quickly. And what? But I had it alternating to where I wouldn't wear the holy underwear on the day that I wore the pair of holy pants, but. The gods look fondly upon people sometimes, and it happened to where I wore both of them on the same day. I squatted down to fix, like, some games or something on the bottom shelf, and I just went, whoa, that was cold. And I <laughs> I looked down. You think that's fondly? Do what? You Fondly. That was the joke. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> but I just went, oh. I looked down and I was like, oh no. And I looked up and I was like, I need to go on break. And I immediately went and bought new pants and new underwear that minute. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't be going around teabagging the fucking floor at Walmart. So, <laughs> but I would fucking sneak away. Like, I worked in electronics, but I'd just be like, I also worked with my girlfriend's aunt at the time. Like, we would be on the same shift. And I'd be like, hey, is it okay if I like go help out in bakery? Because I had a buddy that worked over there. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, we're not busy. I'd go over there. And he's like, all right, we're making cakes and we're eating cupcakes. And I was like, all right. Because <laughs> all that, we don't, when you work at Walmart, you don't, none of that shit comes, like, all that shit comes pre-baked. Like, you don't yeah. cook really yeah, you don't anything do shit. at Walmart. You ice them. Like, you ice them and then you had the water spray gun that you could, like, put coloring and shit on it. Which, that was cool. But we would just go over there and literally we would take, we would grab some cupcakes Take a thing of frosting and just jam it into it and squeeze it until the cupcake exploded. And then we would just eat it because we were fat as fuck. <laughs> like, I'd come back with frosting on my face. And she's like, "You? it's been three hours. Like, <laughs> where have you been? I was like, I didn't hear you paging for me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the moral of the story is uh, I don't know how it is to work at Walmart now, but it sucked back then. So <laughs> my wife says it sucks now, so she's not looking forward to going back to work. 
Oof. Oh, yeah, that's soon, right? It is you, soon. Is, wait, when she goes, you go off, right? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. I remember that. And Chris is just like, I got to make it to then. Like, <laughs> uh, but no, so that was a good little trip down memory lane. But our actual <laughs> news story for the icebreaker is... Uh, did you see that Hulu has renewed a Futurama yes. for yes. 20 new seasons? Yes. yes. 20, oh, 20 new seasons? seasons? Oh, no, no, no. 20 new episodes. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was my bad on that one. But uh, John DiMaggio uh, Some of these people will not... fucking die by the time before it will fucking true. end. John DiMaggio, who voices many characters on the show, but most no- no- most notably Bender Bending Rodriguez. That is his real name from the show. <laughs> Uh, he will not be coming back as of right now because negotiations over the pay have stalled between DiMaggio's team and the Hulu team. The reason I bring this up is because I've been getting, I've been talking with different people about it, and I'm getting different opinions on both sides of the story. And I just wanted to bring it up. We have a platform. I have someone I talk about shit with, so I figured we could uh, tangent off of this and stuff. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it is notorious that voice actors don't get paid very well. I don't think I'm wrong when it comes to, like, okay, let me rephrase that. They might get paid very well, but they don't get paid, what are the, what's the word I'm looking for? What is the word I'm trying to look for? They're capped. I guess that's the thing. It's just, it seems like they just, I mean, I've seen Steve Bloom talk about it. I've seen, I mean, I have even think I've seen Pro ZD talk about it sometimes. Like, sometimes it's just like, it's one of those situations like, oh, exposure. We're going to pay you in that or something like that. But like with Billy West and stuff like that. So with John DiMaggio, John DiMaggio's never given me a reason to be like, oh, he's a money grubbing piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So if John DiMaggio is saying like, hey. So backstory on it was they they pitched the idea to Billy West, who does Fry and many uh, Dr. Zoidberg, uh, Zap, all that stuff. Uh, Katie Seagal, who is most notably known for Leela uh, and uh, they and then John DiMaggio, they they put offers out to all three of them. And Katie Seagal and Billy West immediately took the offers. And John said, well, I'm sorry, DiMaggio says, hey. I know that you guys like they don't have to talk to me about their monetary, you know, choices. But when you worked on a show as long as you've had with a with a group of people like Futurama, you kind of become family and you talk about things, especially like financial situations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And DiMaggio was kind of hurt a little bit that uh Seagal and West didn't talk to him prior to accepting their agreements. Uh but as of right now, which is today is Valentine's Day, I haven't heard any other news on DiMaggio or Hulu uh, accepting DiMaggio's team's uh, offer. Be like, hey, this is how much DiMaggio wants to get paid. Uh, so I think Hulu might be going. And I think the first table read was today. So I'm thinking he they're probably going to replace him, which is yeah. very unfortunate because let's be honest. Futurama has very notable characters, but when you think of Futurama, I would say eight times out of ten, Bender is the face. Yes, like Bender has fun, the most. Bender has like some of the most, if not the most quotable 
lines in that entire series. Dude, they used Bender's We're Back Baby and then an image of him for the announcement tweet. And mm-hmm. people are like, oh, by the way, uh, John DiMaggio's not on it. And people are like, what? But uh, DiMaggio has been poor. Like, there's been a huge outreach uh, to DiMaggio saying, like, hey, you know, Futurama is not Futurama without you. Just like if this were Billy West, it would be the same situation. Like, there is, like, you can't, like, you could probably get someone that sounds a lot like uh, DiMaggio, but it's not going to be DiMaggio. No. And it's very unfortunate. DiMaggio tweeted, he goes, thanks for the concerns and the props, everyone. He tweeted this on February 9th. Uh, really appreciate it. Don't worry, I'll be, I'll keep you posted. But until then, cheese it. And he used the hashtag Bendergate. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, it's unfortunate. Go ahead. I've been talking a lot. Go ahead. No, I think it's just like one of those things where, not to take anything from from West or the, the other actress, but it's like, Seagal. I feel like DiMaggio has been more active. And it's had more notable roles within the animation space than Finn. So like you got well, he's Jake. Jake, I, sorry. And yeah. I've got his stuff. Like he's on the Casa Grandes, he's on Splitting Image, he's on Adventure Time, uh Star Wars Resistance. Disenchanted. Um, he was on Disenchanted. Uh this year or last year, I should say, he was working on Middlemost Post. He was working on Inside Job. Um I mean, he's had like he's a got few a- movies that he's done. He's been part of a few uh, directed videos where he played as the fucking Joker. Um, yeah, video games wise, two of the two of the Futurama movies are based around Bender. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like he's he's been working and like they he's been he's been actively working. I can't. I'm not going to say that yeah. I know what Wes and Seagal have been doing, but I know what I know what DiMaggio has been doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like Seagal's been doing more acting stuff Mm -hmm. than it has been voice acting. And then Billy West, I mean, actually, Billy West has been in fucking everything, so he might be working too. But I see where you're coming from, yeah. So I just feel like DiMaggio has his price tag of what it takes for him to come back. And it can't be, like, super expensive. Because, like, even when you're looking at the roles that that are here – you know, it's it's not like he's doing like some like triple A voice acting or shit like that. He's doing roles that he's been known for doing for years, you know? Yeah. And it's more like just the upkeep of what it costs for him to maintain his lifestyle. Well, Do I deserves. necessarily know that? No, but I mean like yeah. what's what's the difference? Like what is what it would what it would really come down to is what is Wesson Seagal getting and what was fucking DiMaggio quoted? And why does he yeah. feel like he needs more money compared to I'm, the other two? Um, and typically for me, if I was approached with something and I had been working with people for years, I'd be like, hey, what were you quoted? Yeah, because you could trust them. Back? Because you could trust them. And, you know, if they want this thing to happen, you know, and they want the the faces, you know, then we all come with our numbers. Uh-huh. That's and the disheartening thing is John DiMaggio is completely on board. He's like, mm-hmm. yes, I want to do it, but I want to be paid what I know I'm worth. It's and the thing is, is like Hulu, who is owned by Disney, they have the money to fucking pay them. Yeah. So it's it's dumb. It's fucking stupid. It's sad. It it really is. I would that's the thing is I would I know it's not really my business because that's really like that the 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 actual monetary amount is between the contract uh, a- agreement 
agreeers, I guess. So it would be like mm -hmm. Billy West and Hulu, Seagal, Hulu, DiMaggio and Hulu. So it's not any of my business, nor is it anybody's business. But if I saw the numbers, it would make things a lot more uh, – it would make them make a lot more sense, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I, so. I think that the other issue – that I would run into and it's not even just like, Hey, are these are these people getting paid or whatnot, but it's just like, do we really need a new Futurama? Yes. Like, so I know the ending, the ending is very good. A lot of people will say that the ending is damn near perfect the way it ended. It's just like, why, why can't we let good things just be? Mm -hmm. It's just like work on other things. I don't. I don't but, see the purpose in, in doing it. I. I just feel like it's I'm doing another the money sign for audio listeners. Right essentially, now. it's 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 literally just like, hey, nostalgia. The member berries. Remember Futurama? That was a great show. We have no creativity. We can't fucking figure out what it is that we want to do. Just just fucking just just send it. Just fucking yeah. Get these people it's not back like the to show watching is canceled TV. Canceled either. It's still constantly being played on. Like, so royalties are coming in. You're still making money off of Futurama. Mm -hmm. But, like, just let things die. I mean, it's just like the Simpsons. Like, they'll never fucking die. Simpsons haven't been good in the last decade or more, I would say. But I don't, I'm curious to see what happens. I hope, I really hope there, uh, there can be a mutual agreement and they can get DiMaggio back on because I will watch it if DiMaggio's on it. Mm -hmm. But if DiMaggio's not on it, I'm probably not going to watch it. I don't know. I can't even commit to me watching the the reboot, even if he was on it. You know, yeah. like it Just would have to be really good. And I will be honest, I love Futurama, but the last three seasons are not the strongest. Mm -hmm. They are not the because, like, what it is is I think you have seasons one through four, maybe one through five, and then like your next three seasons are technically the movies. Mm -hmm. And then you have the new seasons, which came out on Comedy Central. Some of them were good, and then some of them I was just like, eh, that was kind of hit or miss on that one. But, like, the first four seasons, and it's probably because I watched them so much growing up because they were on Adult Swim, and it's just like, these are great. The jokes feel very good and constructed, but I don't know. I hope I like – I don't know. Now that you say that, I don't know. Even if DiMaggio is on it, you're just like, man, I don't know. I just can't see myself, like – bringing myself to watch it. it's like it's hard enough for me to watch current shit you know yeah like i had yeah. to actively make a an effort to watch the book of boba fett and that wasn't a great i watch saw your face either <laughs> yeah that wasn't like it was it was okay and that's not what this podcast is for one day we'll talk about it but it was just like you know i i have to force myself to watch shit like that i still haven't seen yeah. season four of castlevania and there's some other things that came out. I haven't watched season two yet. <laughs> You're out your fucking mind. Season two's best season. I know. I didn't. I, I digress. Fell off real hard. No. Fucking goddamn amazing. Uh, but no, it's just like it's hard enough for me to sit down with as busy as I am to watch TV as it is. And it's not saying that yeah. like, I wouldn't enjoy those things, especially when it comes to IPs that I legitimately care about and yeah. love. And, and Futurama is one of those series, but I also haven't sat down and watched older episodes of Futurama in fucking years, you know? So it's they're, like, they're really good episodes. They're really good. It's a really good show that you just put on in the background of whatever mm -hmm. you're doing. I tried to do that with Doctor Who once, and I was like, I can't do that. I can't do like, it. Like, I gotta, I gotta pay attention to what the fuck is going on. Who's the face of Bo now? What? Like, 
I stayed up till f- I. When I was watching that season, I think it was like midnight, and I was like, "All right, I need to go to bed." And then I watched the ending to an episode, and I was like, "Okay, I'm not sleeping tonight." And I just binged the rest of the season, and then had to go to work the next morning. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. There, there are just some shows like that that I just get sucked into, and I can't have them on while I'm working. Like Aqua Teen Hunger yep. Force, that is the definition of yeah toilet. Throw it on mm-hmm. toilet fucking television. And yeah. I will just stop everything when I hear oh, Master really? Shake okay. just going off on one of his tangents or adventures. I'm just like, this is... Hell no, I ain't marry that bag of bones. <laughs> uh, uh, that's just probably only me, though. I'm waiting for my son to be old enough so I could start introducing him to a lot of the Adult Swim shows that I grew up on. And by Adult Swim, yeah. I'm also including like Futurama to that because even yeah, though it's yeah. not... Adult Swim, it's still I think you could show Futurama a little bit earlier than you could Aqua Teen. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And the thing is, is yeah. like, I, my son has sat next to me watching some Aqua Teen. I'm just like, you probably shouldn't be here, but <laughs> just don't let him start watching Squidbillies, and I think you'll be all right. <laughs> Squidbillies is a little rough. Well, Squidbillies, <laughs> I, I don't know if I could even stomach Squidbillies. Some of that shit is fucking stupid. It really is. It really is. So I don't know. I hope the best for DiMaggio and his team. And I, I mean, for people, I don't want to shit on anyone that does want to see a new season. If you want to see a new season, you got it. Apparently, you're going to have it one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So c- congratulations. But I'm good. I'm good. I've got 10 other seasons. So there we go. Pass. Hard pass. Anyway. That's the wrong one. Sorry. Go ahead. I, <laughs> I clicked on the wrong thing. <laughs> okay. Was it porn? All right, man. We're not going to What are you bringing to the table this week? Okay, so Ancestry.com is weird. Yeah, I saw this, and uh, it piqued my interest. So <laughs> I'm curious to see what you're going to bring up. Because so, let's not forget one of the biggest stories you brought up, which, by the way, my buddy Foxmack is also watching the lockpick lock pick, uh, lawyer or whatever it is. So You know, fucking... I, I'm sorry, you're just making me just go off into the sunset with this one. But, like, fucking... Yeah. I, was, I was modding Eddie's stream earlier, and he was... You know, we were talking. I'm just like, oh, man, I'm just working bullshit and working on a video or some shit like that. He was just like, you know, I started watching the lockpicking lawyer, and I thought this was going to be, like, a one or two video thing, and now I'm, like eight episodes in yep. and i'm really tempted to buying a lock picking set i'm like fucking yes yes Did you tell him that he should check the regulations of his state oh first? vegas is fine nevada is fine it's like only virginia that's just like no you can't have this you messaged me like two days after that podcast and said hey i got my uh, kit in and i said thanks now i'm an accomplice <laughs> so <laughs> you'll be fine and i was just like God damn it! You'll be, you, anyway. It'll be fine, or you're a federal uh, federal uh, witness because it crosses. I mean, state I lines. either I either go big or I go home. I guess so. that's, that's the way that it is. But yeah, uh, I sent Eddie a link for uh, a really nice beginner's lockpick set. So Jesus Christ, it's, it's growing. You should you should look it up. You should try it. It's. I mean, it's really a follow up to one of my stories. I bought additional things for my new shaving kit. So. <laughs> I bought I bought the badger uh, brush, like the badger tail brush. Oh yeah, and I yeah, bought yeah. the steel bowl that you put the uh, the the shaving, shaving soap in, in and lather it up. So that comes in tomorrow. So I'll be able to report on that next week. See, you're so. trying to cut your hair. I'm trying to like style it and braid it. Like I've got a, a straightener. You saw my hair straighten the other day. It's 
let's just hope it gets to a better phase. So, because it's a little, so I'm not gonna totally shit on it, but you're at a point where there's, it when you straighten it, mm-hmm. it's very not scraggly, but it's really thin down there, and it, it looks does, a little weird. it does, and and one of the things that I had to like start doing because it's supposed to come to a point. That's how I want it. Yeah. It's supposed to come to a Scotty point. Ian. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, but like fucking like what it has to get longer because it has to get a little bit thicker. But like I wasn't using like beard butter or anything like that. So it wasn't like coming or sticking together. Uh-huh. Uh, those are two words that shouldn't be put together in a sentence. But it, I mean, whatever. if you're if, if the cum is working right, it should be sticking. So. <laughs> but no, it's just like it has to be it has to be styled and you have to use product with it. And when I took that video of me with fucking sean huffer i did not know that so <laughs> it is what it is dude i did a i did a shave yesterday because i i'm not really shaving the beard i'm shaving like my neck mm-hmm. and i'm starting to learn how to shave pro because like with these i'm used to like using the gillette ones where i'm just like yeah just pushing it into my neck not with these if you push them into your neck you're gonna you have die. razor burn well oh. yeah I, I had razor burn the first couple times but then when i did it yesterday you just do it very lightly at that good angle Mm-hmm. Super fucking clean, and like I said, the blades I bought a hundred for six dollars. Yeah, so they're great. It's they're fantastic. I I, I canceled Dollar Shave Club. I canceled Manscape. Fuck them. It's so- <laughs> crazy. Tell me what happens when you shave your balls next. That that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I still have I still have the what is it the crop or the hedge trimmer two point from uh, Manscape. So I use that on. The nether regions, so <laughs> very well. Anyway, very well. ancestry ancestry.com is weird. I don't know if I brought this up on a, on a podcast, but I've been very busy the last two weeks to a month, so it's been hard for me. Like, we were supposed to record yesterday, and yeah. I was the problem because my newfound family, uh, from my sister's from my wife's side, uh, was supposed to leave at 1 p.m. and they left at 9 p.m. So, my bad. But nonetheless, <laughs> Ancestry.com is weird. So the entire this entire fiasco started when my wife was just like, I want to help my mother find out who her biological parents are. And okay. I have a feeling I can do that by looking up like my ancestry and doing so. And so part of that is doing a DNA kit. The DNA kit, the alert to doing the DNA kit is that you have a hard confirm of where actually you come from. So my wife grew up thinking that she was just like straight up Puerto Rican. You've seen her skin tone. She's not just straight up Puerto Rican. That's well. That's the thing. Everyone has like a couple dips in Mongolia because of Genghis Khan. (laughs) So not quite everybody, but it is a common factor involved. Yeah. Um, And when my wife got it done, it was like really fascinating because like her number one, like where her DNA comes from, is from Spain, but number two is Ethiopia. Uh, Okay. And, like, I had always assumed that there was some sort of connection to Ethiopia because her religion stems from Ethiopia. So I just, like, tried putting two and two together. In reality, I just got lucky that I was right. But I was just – I was able to turn (laughs) around and be like, bitch, I was right. (laughs) Bitch, I was right. It's all Um, that matters, right? Yeah, that's exactly. That's all that fucking matters. But she's got, like, a bunch of weird (laughs) – she's got, like, a bunch of, like, random European shit in there, which means that a bunch of, like, fucking slave owners (laughs) – fucking ancestors we, and shit like we don't that. need to bring in the r word it's yeah. fine it's fine just bleep that out eddie 
No, keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's just like so she she does this and she's just like, okay, this is this is done. Now I just do the waiting game. And uh, she before you she, before you ahead. move forward, how much did it run? Because I'm curious. Hundred bucks. That's not too bad. Hundred bucks. No, it's not. It's not bad at all. And it's it's inner because I ended up doing it, and I'm currently waiting for my DNA to be analyzed. And all you do is like they send you like this little kit over here. Hold on one second. Okay. I was wondering if you got a poop in a cup or something. Like, uh, you don't poop in the cup. <laughs> okay. But it comes in a little box like this. You slide the bitch out. Uh, open this thing up. I can't show you that because that has some of my identifiable information. And inside this box, there is a vial that okay. has two parts to it. There's the empty part, and then there is a liquid part. Okay. I don't know what the solution is. I'm assuming it's some sort of saline solution that mixes in with all that bullshit to preserve it while it's being shipped out to the um, right, right. the receiving and the the receiving center and shit like that. Uh, but you just sit there for like 10 minutes. One, you can't eat or drink anything for 30 minutes before you do this. Otherwise, it's going to uh, fuck with Alter. the DNA yeah. or it's going to reduce the, the number of midichlorians that you have in your body. That's not, uh, but you sit there. That's not. It's science. <laughs> It's science. You You're sit not there and you spit. <laughs> you spit until you reach a certain level, and you close okay. it up. You put the 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 saline solution on top, but they're both sealed. And what you got to do is you got to squeeze it, or you got to break it so that it goes down. Oh, it's, it's like a light cool. stick, or kind a of. stick. It, same concept. And then you ship that out to some place in Colorado, right? Okay. So, anyways, that that's my experience so far. I'm still waiting. Okay. But I my am wife very curious on your results. <laughs> I, you know, like there's a, been a lot of things where I'm fairly confident that I'm some sort of Eastern European because because you fucking paperwork. love Russia. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit there and I say I love Russia, especially with the shit that's going on. Oh right yeah, now. maybe I should rephrase that. <laughs> Fascinated is more of a better term. There you uh, go. Good luck to the future Eastern Bloc, by the way. Um, but like I, I'm str- I'm very sure that there's some sort of eastern european in me uh because okay. we have paperwork that says that that my grandparents immigrated from russia you know right okay. around the time of the bolshevik revolution in 1905 um might have like some of those members involved in there are different i know that there was a massacre back then not the point not what i'm getting at anyway my wife gets those results and she's just like cool Puts it down. Doesn't even look at Ancestry.com for a month. During that entire month, somebody has been contacting her. She's just like, hey, I really need to talk to you. Hey, I really need to talk to you. Hey, I really, really need to talk to you. You told me this offline. You haven't said it on the podcast yet. No. So I know where you're going. So she's just like, oh, it says here that I have a, a, a first cousin. That's pretty interesting. Maybe we'll see where it goes. What she failed to read that it says... First cousin, possible sibling, or possible half sibling. Yeah. Uh, so a month later, you and I are recording Metroid. I think it's either Metroid or Legend of Dragoon. It's, I think it was Legend of Dragoon. Yeah, and it's at the end of the session, thank God. Yeah, and it's at the end <laughs> of the session. And I know what she's like doing because she's like going through. It's like, hey, this person says that they're potentially related to me. And I'm like, okay, neat. This is exactly what you fucking wanted. Stop talking yeah. to me right now. I'm trying to so level I, Miru. <laughs> so I'm, I'm walking away, and we're recording, and then all of a sudden, she starts banging on my fucking door. It's and I'm just recording. like, I'm recording. Please stop. 
there better be someone fucking dead. Like, I better be leaving to go to the hospital. Quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> I open the door and she's in fucking tears. She's just like, I have a sister. I'm like, oh, I need to get off. <laughs> hey, cool. yeah, you came back. You're like, I was like, I heard we're cutting it. Because <laughs> she said it very loudly so that your mic picked it up. <laughs> yeah, it's that was that was an experience. So she is a lawyer. In New York City, her husband is a uh, a detective for NYPD. Um, that's kind of perfect. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all we all saw that. That's that's fascinating. Um, but no, we were just fucking. We just we just saw them over the weekend for Alexi's uh, birthday, and it was it was interesting because I don't know if you can relate to this, but growing up, my family has always been split. All of my um, father's side of the family was on the West Coast. I didn't have anybody anybody related to my father because they were all living in New Mexico at the time. Uh, so I only grew up with my mom's side of the family. And gotcha. when I moved, when I was like six, seven, eight years old to New Mexico, it was just like, I'm supposed to not all of a sudden be all Know like, everybody, yeah. Know everybody, be close to everybody. We're family. And I'm just like, I don't know who the fuck you hoes are. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> exactly. Like one of those things. And that's the best way that I can describe the situation that my wife is going through, right? So yeah. she's... You know, she's meeting this total fucking stranger and you're fucking blood related. Like they did a second DNA test just to be sure. And it's just like, oh, yeah, my dad had an affair. Um, this is awkward. Well, your your wife's dad had an affair. <laughs> yeah, my wife's dad. I'm pretty sure my dad had an affair, too. We're not going down your dad's road. That's, that's not that. This episode isn't for your dad. <laughs> like, it's for her dad. <laughs> but no, it's, it's just like really fucking weird because it's just like. It's a Some, shock. Yeah, it's it's a shock. And it's just like, I have a seven-year-old niece now. Absolutely fucking adorable, respectful little girl. Um, fucking Shouldn't be like, hanging out with you at all, then. No, I am a shitbag. <laughs> You're going to taint the shit out of her. <laughs> one arm's distance, little girl. One yeah. arm's distance. Um, but no, fucking, like, I have, I have this brother-in-law who's That's just weird, like right? all about like, yo, we're family now. And I'm just like. I'm also a cop. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. It's just yeah. like getting getting used to trying to acclimatate or acclimatize to these people. And like they're they're, to, they're genuinely get, like yeah. nice people. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, you know, my wife asked a question, it's just like, so is this everything that you wanted it to be? And the girl is just like, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I didn't come into this expecting anything. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same situation that my well, wife is in. Yeah, you told me that your that Tiff was a little like not happy in the beginning. So I'm curious, is she better with it now? Or is Again, she adjusting? She's adjusting, I think that is the best term. And it's it's hard to say because you grew up the last thirty three years, yeah. thirty four years, thinking all I have is my husband, my my two kids, and my mother. And yeah. now I have a sister. And somehow that's supposed to be put on the same level and right now she's just like i'm i'm trying to be the good older sister because they're only six months apart oh wow wow yeah yeah (laughs) fucked up situation yeah Um, they're only six months apart so like she's just that will come with time and what it really comes down to is how much effort you really 
willing to put into the relationship. It's just like any other thing, mm-hmm. you know? So like little girl's got a fucking birthday party coming up. We're not going to be able to make it, but motherfucker, she'll send a present. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be sending presents and, you know, yeah. hopefully we see each other in the summer. They're only four hours away. So oh, you know, we've bad. got, we've got things planned. You can meet halfway and do something in that yep. area. I can't say what my brother-in-law does specifically yes. for the police department. Yeah. But he's just like, I can't wait to take you on my beat. And I'm just like, Oh, you're going to get to do some ride alongs. <laughs> I know exactly what you do. This is very, very well. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> have I, I mean, I've got a, I got kind of a similar story. I've told you the story on when I was 20 years old and I found out my father was not my biological father. You have brought that up. I don't know yes. if I brought it up on the podcast. It's probably been a minute, but I'll bring it up again. I, when I was 20 years old, I had someone text me and be like, hey, I think I'm your sister. And I'm just like, the fuck? Like, what? And then we meet up. I meet her. I meet her mother. Apparently, I found out that my sperm donor father is what I call him. Uh, got with my mom for like one night and then like a month. Like they bolted. He bolted. And then a month later, he got with my, well, she got with my dad, and, like, they've been together ever since. And I was just like, shit, like, that's one of the reasons, like, like me and my dad have recently, you know, been button heads on, you know, shit that's been happening in the world and stuff like that. But at deep down, like, at the end of the day, I'm just like, dude, that dude said at 18 years old, my mother told him, she goes, I am pregnant, but it is not yours. It was right before we got together. And he said at 18 years old, I don't care. I love you. And they've been together ever since. And I was just like, yeah, I wouldn't. I'd have been like, oh, cool. I'm off the hook. Bye. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I I know I am a piece of shit of a person. So that's probably what I would do. So I got to give props to that man for that. So that's why it's just weird, man. It's it, I, I understand. I kind of feel a little bit where your, your wife's coming from. It's just like this is a shock. Like, mm-hmm. it, obviously, it, uh, gladly, it's a shock that seems to be going in the positive direction, which is a good thing. Yeah, so. everyone, everyone seems to be happy. Like, my mother-in-law, of all people, is ecstatic. Oh, Cookie's loving has, it, like, huh? <laughs> another, another daughter, and she, they're, they're, they're just all about it. Yeah, because apparently she didn't know about it either, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, she, like, she knew. She knew there was something going on, but she couldn't, like, she didn't have proof. Now she no, got proof. 30 years later, she's calling up her ex. She's like, I told you, motherfucker. <laughs> I just needed to let you know that I was right. Like, <laughs> yeah, essentially. Essentially, that's what it came down to. That's fucking insane, man. Holy shit. I don't have stories to beat that. So, <laughs> Tell me about Jackass. <laughs> I, so, yeah, uh, our last, oh, what was our last? Our last recording was like two weeks ago. So the Jackass movie came out, uh, Jackass Forever. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to see it on opening day because I'm, it's still weird with movie theaters and COVID, and I'm still paranoid about that shit. So I was going to let it die down a little bit. Fun fact, uh, Jackass Forever beat Spider-Man No Way Home its opening weekend. I think Spider-Man No Way Home did like around $22 million. Jackass did 24 So that felt really good. But I will say, Yeah, too, fuck them Spider-Men. I still haven't seen it. I need to watch it because I've heard it's fantastic. So, uh... But, uh, so what I was saying was, I watched all of, I have it, I mean, it's over here. I bought the DVD of all the Jackass movies and the two gra- bad grandpa movies. It was like $7 on Amazon. 
And uh, I watched Jackass 1, I watched 2, 2.5, 3, and 3.5, and I'm just like, god damn, like, I, these are comfort food movies. Like, I, I loved them so much. Because, like, I mean, I watched a lot of Jackass growing up. I watched a lot of Evil of Bam. I watched v, uh, Wild Boys. I loved all that shit. Like, these were guys that were literally hanging out, doing whatever they fuck they wanted. It's stupid shit. And they're celebrities for it. Like, it, it, it was intoxicating to see. And, uh, but I watched all those, and I was like, I have to watch the new one. And I went and watched the new one. I went, I went on a Sunday afternoon at 2.30, and I asked Hallie. I was like, hey, do you want to go? And she goes, there's a lot of throwing up in those movies, isn't there? And I was like, usually. And she's like, you can go ahead. So <laughs> I went into that movie theater. There were six people in that movie theater. Uh, the movie, I'm not going to spoil the movie. The movie was phenomenal. It was very, it was very good from start to finish. There was an intro, Johnny Knoxville saying thank you for coming out and thank you for supporting us. Like very, very. These guys are the Jackass crew is just so fucking wholesome. Like except for Bam, Bam's kind of an ass, but the rest of them are fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the funny thing is with this new movie is yes, there's the original crew minus Bam and minus Dunn, rest in peace, but. Uh, there's also five new people. We have. Uh, I'm gonna try and remember all their names. There's Eric, Eric Andre. It's not Eric Andre. It's Eric. Eric Andre was just there that one day. Okay. Uh, but there is a. Uh, uh, it is. An Af- I think he's British too. He's an African American. His name's Eric. I can't remember his last name. There's Jasper. Uh, there's Zach, which is the big big dude that apparently got on Jackass just because he was doing stunts and Steve-O found him and he was like, hey, I'm just going to jump into this thing of cactuses. You want to watch me do it? And Steve-O oh, was like... Oh, I know that he's an idiot. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is a Jackass man now. Like, he is an official <laughs> member. Zach is awesome. I love him. He made it. He used to he work... At, he used to be an MIT. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, he said, fuck that. <laughs> uh, wow. And then there's... Uh, so boom, boom. there's uh, Rachel. I can't remember her last name, but I think she is a stand-up comedian, Rachel Wolfson, I believe. Uh, surprisingly, she was only in about three. Sk- like she was in the background of a lot of skits, but she was only really in the front of like three skits. So I'm wondering if they do like a Jackass Forever point five, that maybe just a lot of her stuff didn't make the cut because there's a lot of shit that doesn't make the cut when it comes to like the main Jackass movie. Like, mm-hmm. that's why they always do, like, the 2.5, 3.5, because they shoot so much shit. They essentially shoot another movie. So, and then there's Poopy, Poopies. <laughs> Poopies is the last guy. And they were there's a, there was an interview with all the new crew at the end of, after the movie ended. And, and Jeff Tremaine, the director, was just like, where did Poopies come from? He's like, I took a shit in the middle of an intersection, and then everyone at school wouldn't shut up about it. It started off as, like, he used to be shitties. And then it turned into poopies. And Jeff Sherman goes, I wish it was shitties. Shitties is so much better than poopies. <laughs> so, uh, but no, I will say the fucking MVP of the movie is Danger Aaron. He was in so many of his stunts made the cut. Like he did three different cup check uh, challenges. Uh, one was an MMA fighter. I can't remember his name, but he has the hardest punch in recorded history. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, and he punched him right in the, the ding ding. <laughs> yeah, so that's weight. what Johnny told him that it was going to be a lightweight that was going to do it. And then he walks around the corner and Aaron goes, fuck that, that's a heavyweight. 
Uh, he got some puck shot at us, ding dong. He got a softball by a perfect, like the best, like one of the fastest pitchers in the softball league. Like, it was nuts. He had a bear eat salmon and honey off of him, so that was pretty cool. He wasn't ready for that. Uh, the movie's very, the movie's very, very good though. I was laughing. So that movie is a movie you definitely want to go see with friends. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you go with me, I have a laughter that is basically the equivalent of a group of friends. So <laughs> I was laughing at loud. everything. I didn't give a shit about <laughs> anyone that was around me. But what was funny, the the thing that made me laugh the most, and it wasn't even a jackass skit, it was once the movie was over, I just heard over to my left, because there was a group of like four people over to the left, and I just heard this lady say, that was a lot of ding-dongs. Like, I've, I'm 68 years old, and I've seen a lot of ding-dongs in my life, but I've not seen that many ding-dongs up on screen. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I was laughing so <laughs> fucking hard. I was, I, I, I was crying the entire time I was watching the movie, and then that just made me cry even more. Like, it was so fucking good. I highly recommend that if you get a chance to go see it safely, that you go fucking see it. It's so good. It's very, but, and, and I want, and I'll, I'll bring it up too, because, like I said, those are comfort movies. And I've also been watching I, Demon Slayer has been, so I got behind, I got caught up on Demon Slayer. I was about four episodes into the entertainment arc, which is the arc that just finished. Uh, and I get a message from our buddy Somber the night that we went and saw Burt Kreischer, which was, by the way, phenomenal. Shoutouts. Burt Kreischer will never see this. But the show was amazing. Shane Torres was an opener. And oh, what was the other guy? Dave W. Williamson comedy. Something like I gotta he he's the only one that actually liked the tweet I sent out. So I gotta figure remember his name. But openers were fantastic. The show was great. Uh but I get a message from Somber that night. He's like, Did you watch today's episode? And this was episode 10 of the entertainment arc. And I was like, no, not yet. I'm, a, I'm about five episodes behind. He's like, dude. Like, he was just like, watch it. So I stayed up. I watched all of it, and I got caught up. And I'm laying in bed watching episode 10. And again, I'm not going to spoil it. But I, my jaw dropped. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, this is one, like, this episode. I watched the episode nine times before the next episode came out. Like, it was just like, every time... I got chills watching it. Like there, I don't know. I I might be weird, but whenever I get incredibly hyped about something or incredibly passionate, it can be a song, it can be someone, a person that I'm going to meet or something like that. I get chills, I get the goosebumps, and I just get very, very happy every time I watch this episode. I was just super happy about it, and apparently the internet has to. Ha- the internet is not on the same wavelength. There are a lot of people that are just like, Demon Slayer is amazing. It's so good. And then there's other people that are just like, you basic-ass bitches, you need to watch real anime. And I was just like, god damn, man, can't we just let people just watch things and, like, let them enjoy them? Like, it's it was it's so... I didn't know the animosity was so hardcore in the an- an- anime world. Yes. Um, it's bad. So here, here here's, here's my two cents. Um, I think that Demon Slayer is very, very good. I think it's mm-hmm. th- the most gorgeous fucking. It's very, uh, very pretty anime that's out now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I'm not even I'm not even gonna make the comparison like it's it's not as good as this one. I'm not because that's not my right, place because right, right. art is subjective. But I what I'm going to say is that Demon Slayer is the golden boy right now. There's always one. There's yeah. always there's always like one series that's going to be on top. That's like that Attack on Titan super right now, fucking hype. Yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, Way like too there's. Far behind on that. Like one, it's 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 the shonen hype. Not saying that it doesn't deserve it, but like One Punch Man was at there at one point. Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Super was there on yeah, two that, separate occasions. Yeah, that, that final that fight, fight was Z- with Jiren, Frieza, Goku. Everybody was fucking would not shut the fuck up about it. It's still really um, good. <laughs> the fucking uh, that one scene with uh, what's it, not Endeavor. Um, but in all my, my hero academia, there's like a few of them with my hero. Oh yeah. There's many. Like yeah. where it's just like you, you see fucking, uh, fucking Deku go full cow. Oh yeah. Um, one full 100%. Yeah. Or you, you saw fucking all for one fucking take out one for all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vice versa. I'm pretty sure it's vice versa. Um, it's, they'll correct us. So <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of those moments yeah. Throughout the entire time that we've been on the the internet. Right. What really makes Demon Slayer stand out from the rest? Is it your personal taste? That's fine. Like yeah. I don't I don't give a shit. I I I'm sure if I I watch episode 10, yeah, that shit would probably be sick of shit too. But you have a hundred of other people going in there and be like, "Yeah, we've been here before." Yeah, it's cool, but it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. That is true, but and 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 I understand. And I understand that, but it's just the I've I I shouldn't click on them. I shouldn't even click on the threads. But I I I just I'm curious. I gotta see. And it's just the the unnecessary dunking. Like I get like if someone is going to argue with you and to be like Demon Slayer is one of the best anime ever created in its entire life. I'm like, uh, this moment is really hype. There's some it's beautiful. Sound design's really good. Like it's really fun. I'll tell you right now. I don't like I, Tanjiro is or I'm sorry, Tanjiro is uh he's like a subpar main antagonist. Like he's okay. But like in this situation, especially in Demon Slayer, I feel like it's the supporting cast. Much like it's kind of the opposite with My Hero. Because My Hero, Deku eventually gets pretty cool and does some really cool shit, and Tanjiro does too, but you're just like, all right. But it's just, can we not just let people enjoy it? Even if it's just the flavor of the month right now, just let people enjoy it. We don't have to do the unnecessary dunking. Unless you've been dunked on first. Like, yeah, if you must reciprocate the dunk if need be. So... <laughs> It's just easy to do that. There's 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 it's nothing the, on the internet that's stopping somebody from being mean. Everyone if, has a voice. It, and if they come back and dunk on you, you just hit the block button and pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Bye. But no, it's it's, it's I watched uh the the at the this recording the the last episode came out. It's fine. After a hype episode like that, you need like a quiet calming down episode to wrap everything up. Uh, mm-hmm. The last episode, I, I really like this about Demon Slayer, and this is about as much I'll say more about it, is up to this point with a lot of the villains, they are humanized to the point where it's not always their fault that they are how they are. 
It's mm-hmm. a lot of the victim of circumstance is what it is. Victim of so a lot of time with the most recent one. I mean, it's just downright the world's cruel is what it was. Like mm-hmm. it was really, really sad that like, yeah, that these demons did a lot of fucked up shit. They've been around for a hundred. Like, I think this upper six was around for like a hundred years and killed so many people. But when you in this last episode, it tells more of the SPAC story. You're like, oh, I could completely see myself going down that road, given the hand they were dealt as well. So and it's probably going to not be the same when you they fight the main bad guy. Like there's sometimes where it's just like this guy's just pure evil. Like there's no reason behind it. But I really like about it. And I think because uh, that's the one thing with Tanjiro is what he does is he humanize like whenever he kills a demon, especially like a very powerful one, he sympathizes with them so much. And, and that that's makes that's one of the better aspects that he has. Uh no, it's good. I if you're looking for a shonen anime that it, it it I will say it starts off really slow and you're kind of like, "Man, this isn't super great." But then you get about halfway through that first season, you're like, "Okay, we're in it. It's good. Let's go with it." Once you uh, get past the training arc. Yeah, once you get once he become like gets out on his first big mission, you're like, "Okay, this is cool." Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also really weird the way they do the seasons because I think the first season's twenty four episodes, which is pretty standard for an anime season, and then we go movie, which is the Mugen Train, or mm-hmm. it's either movie or like seven episodes. I think is what they break it down into, and then technically the season that just happened, which is the entertainment arc, is season two, and it's only eleven episodes, and you're like, that's weird. And then well, the they ne- could be doing season two part one. No, the next season got announced that it's season three. It's the Swordsmith arc. Or the Swordsmith Village arc. Which I'm very I don't know. We don't have a release date. We just got announcement that it's coming out. So, right. But uh but I say all that and I say all this is it is very important, especially recently, that I have found that things that give you comfort, which could be jackass movies, it could be anything that you want like to watch how important it is to take the time and appreciate that stuff because I'm not going to divulge a lot of the information on the podcast because I don't want to, Uh, but I've talked with you and I've talked with the other partners. There's some rough stuff that's happened and uh, the last couple weeks have been pretty good. And I will say that it's probably due to these movies and due to this anime that it's just like it they hit at the right time i i tweeted and i said i didn't know that demon slayer was the anime that i needed in my life right now just because it makes me feel good and mm. it's it's not bad to watch or play things that make you feel good if you're like oh man i like we'll get to it when we start talking about the nintendo direct but like if you like to play earthbound if that makes you feel good and it makes you forget about how shitty the world is for at least two hours out of the day. It's okay to play it. Not everyone's going to like it. Just make sure to take time for yourself and do the things you love. Because if you don't, you might not get out of this thing. You, you, I mean, nobody gets out of this thing alive. Like, that's the whole thing. Is like Everyone is going to die. But at least enjoy the ride. So that's what Similar- I'm going to say about it. Yeah, similar sentiments. I mean, you know, I don't want to get into the whole fucking 
wow, my childhood sucked type bullshit. But right. it's like video games were that escapism, which is a large part of like what my YouTube channel is about. It's just like, you know, talking about the shit that covered yeah. me when I was going through it. You know, I don't have a lot of the same problems that I had growing up. So right. like looking back on those things, revisiting them, and especially like sharing those things with uh, my children um, is important and special to me. That's you know? one thing you have over me, not over me, but that's one one thing that you get to experience and have fun with more than I get to right now because you have you got a five five six year old now six he's six six now. year old now and a newborn like you get to do that everything you're doing with Alexi you get to do with the newborn eventually too so it's like you get to double dip which is pretty cool because mm-hmm. that's what it really is is that that's one of the reasons why we do the retro collecting and we like. We do all this because we just want to be like, hey, this is the shit that I grew up with. I don't know if you're going to like it, but like, like even if he did, like when Alexi started latching on to Sonic, I bet you were just like, that's fucking cool. Like, (laughs) so that's and then then you realize that the furry community is toxic and you're just like, God damn it. Don't get that deep into it. Let him find that out at 13. Like (laughs) he's still let him be innocent for a while. I got to protect him until he's 13. (laughs) That's true. That is true. So, but no, like I said, watch things, play things, listen to things, uh, do things. I don't want to get into the do things because some people are like, oh, I like to like, you know, fondle people without their consent. Don't do that. Like, (laughs) you don't want to do that. If that makes you feel good, go to therapy. Like, you need to go talk to somebody. Also, therapy is fantastic. I haven't myself gone yet, but I I am planning on it. And I've always said that, oh, I've always heard therapy is fantastic. There's no shame Mm. in it go to therapy so uh that's i think that's all i really got to talk about we're trying to get away from like doing the weeks thing because a lot of our weeks suck so (laughs) but uh do we need to take a break or do we want to we want to take a break all right we're gonna take a break real quick uh we're gonna be right back we gotta go make our peas and poops so we'll be back in a few all righty we are back we're back Uh, we had a fucking pretty interesting Nintendo Direct that we didn't expect it to be this good. So uh, we're going to very quickly run through the list uh, of all the, the games that came out uh, in the order of like basically what they got released in the video. Uh, the first one was we got more Fire Emblem. I'm so tired of Fire Emblem. <laughs> it's not that I'm, that I'm tired of Fire Emblem. It's just that... I don't care for Fire Emblem Warriors. And yeah. I, like I didn't get into it, but I was talking to somebody on Twitter where it's just like, no, they, they fixed a lot of the problems that they had. And I was just like, it really just comes down to an optimization issue. Like Hyrule Warriors was so good. And yeah. then for them to come out with like Fire Emblem Warriors. And then after that, there was a uh, Age of Calamity and Age of Calamity was just fucking weird. Did you ever beat like, it? No, I haven't. I have to go back and play. We're waiting for you to beat it so we can test our theory. (laughs) I still don't know the ending. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. It is what it is. I'm just like, Fire Emblem, I'm really happy. Because Fire Emblem Awakening is what revitalized the series. Because the series was dying, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I'm all happy for people like that love Fire Emblem. You got your game. And then you proceeded to get about eight more games. Pretty back to back to back. Uh, I just, there's other IPs that need some love. Like, that's all I'm just saying. I'm an F-Zero fan. What the fuck can I say? So, <laughs> but we got that coming out. I don't know the exact release date. Let me find it real quick. 
I don't even know if we actually got a full release date. I don't think there yet. is. I think it just said like 2022. Okay. I think a lot of these are slated to come out in 2022. Yeah, which is surprising. I expected a lot of these to like be pushed back a little bit farther. Uh, oh, June 24th, 2022 is when Fire Emblem whatever comes out. So you can play that. The next uh, one that we got that's pretty interesting, uh, we got more update on the uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 reboot. Uh, yeah. Looks really good. They've got online play where you can play locally or online with friends. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a big game changer. Because this game will thrive with online, is all I'm saying. I'm pretty sure that they're using the same engine as uh, Link's Awakening Remake. Like, it's, it looks very mm-hmm. similar. I think I'm, pro- I'm pretty sure I've, I've said that before. But it looks it looks really good. Yeah. It's got the, the map maker and shit like that. I'm mm-hmm. all fucking about it, man. And then all the... Everything's voice acted, too. Mm-hmm. Which I was really, and I you pointed out, I think, or was it Scotty pointed out that Max, one of the main characters in the first and second game, is voiced by Aaron Hansen, Eagle Raptor from Game Grumps. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even notice it because I didn't because I, I I didn't see I, I tuned into the direct right around when the Mario Strikers stuff was happening, so I missed Fire Emblem and I missed this initially, but there's a guy that looks like Big Ban from uh, from Skullgirls, so well, I'm that's... down for it. He's the main antagonist. Have you not played the original played uh, Advance Wars? Yeah. Oh, they're great, dude. They're I'm excited to dabble good. in them. So mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna hit the high notes. We got we got a couple. If you want to watch the entire thing, it's on. You can watch Nintendo Direct 29 2022. It's about uh, about forty minutes. We forty got no minutes. Man, not No Man's Sky is coming to Switch. Cool. I'm glad Neat. that that's one of the games that got a. It's a Final Fantasy Realm Reborn treatment where it was just complete ass. They fixed it, and now it's a pretty good game from what I've been hearing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what else we got? Speaking of the Mario Strikers, we got Mario Strikers Battle League coming out. I did not expect this to come out. Like, I did not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone did. I thought that was a dead IP. I really thought it was. But with how Mario Party and Mario uh, uh, Golf Super Rush and all those games, how popular they've been, and then they were smart enough to put online with it. This game's going to thrive. As long mm-hmm. as that online's good, uh, it looks really, really fun. I'm I'm super That's the thing I'm worried about. I'm worried about the online. Yeah. Because in it's... this game, if there's a lag, it could be brutal. Mm-hmm. It's a little different than golf. It's a little different than cart, too. Because cart, you could just have... The, the way that their cart system... Yeah, it's like their most advanced version of their online network but it's like at the end of the day it's it's just time attack and they Mm -hmm. match everything up through the time attack right so i don't know the game looks good i'm excited to play it uh don't get mad it will be a 60 dollar game if you expected it not to be then you're a fool so Mm -hmm. (laughs) it will be it's a first party uh nintendo game it's gonna be 60 doll hairs so is what it is uh, we haven't really stayed on that one yet. I think it's fairly soon, actually. Let me. Oh, they brought the art style back of Strikers. There's some parts that have the art style. Now, that... I, I have something to say about that. I don't Uh-oh. think that the art style, the uh, the old school art style from the uh, the GameCube and the Wii, translates that well to the Switch. It was looking kind of rough. Yeah, but I, I'm fine, dude. It's up to eight players too. I forgot about that. That is cool. 
that's a that's a party night game. Like that's a let's get drunk and get mad at each other game. That's mm-hmm. great because we don't have to rely on Mario Kart and Mario Party anymore. So <laughs> we got a third one we can play. So uh, let me see if I can get a release date on this. I'm pre- Online clubs compete against clubs worldwide. That's pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. So available June 10th. So another June game. June this summer is seeing seems to be pretty hot right now. So we got Splatoon we got, 3 uh... news. No one gives a shit. Yeah, I apologize to any Splatoon fans that are listening. It's just no, not get my fucked. cup of tea. Apparently, it's very like it's not as fun looking anymore. Like, you have cool. you have a mode that's been around for over ten years that you're now introducing as a big fucking deal. The whole fucking salmon run yeah. bullshit. I first played a fucking uh, barrier wave nonsense in gears of war three this is nothing new get the I mean, shit out it, of my it face. feels a lot like i mean it looks like tower defense too but you're the tower moving around so <laughs> well that's what i'm saying it's it's the the co-op mode for a lot yeah. of the the third person shooters that came out during the xbox 360 era that's yeah, what i'm it, saying it's it's gears three it's this whatever it just doesn't like i remember the first and second game being so colorful and lively this just there's they're still color from the paint and all that, but the backgrounds look very gray. It's like they're brown. trying to go for that post-apocalyptic look. Like, that's working. been the angle. Yeah. I mean, whatever. If it's your cup of tea, there you go. You got a new game. So Cool. Congratulations. Uh, there's new modes and stuff. I'm trying to get a release date before I move on. Uh, probably June. It has to be this year. Uh, Summer 2022. Be. Is that what it said? Okay. Yeah. There we go. Uh, what else? Big summer 2022. Lots of shit in the summer. Uh, what was this next one we got? Oh, Kirby's coming out first. next month. Oh, you're going in order with the the fucking video. I thought you're. Oh yeah, I'm going with yeah, the no, no, video no, no, no. right now. So I'm super stoked for yeah. fucking Front Mission. I've played the first one. I played a little bit of the second one, but I played the first one, and it is a fantastic fucking game. Yeah, they look. I've never dabbled in them, so this is uh, probably a good time for me to get it. Like me, this and Advance Wars are like my time to shine in this shit. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now the um, also the so second one coming in the future. The U.S. Ver- got Front Mission Three for the PlayStation, uh, uh, which is a relatively difficult game to find nowadays. Uh, but we never got one and two for the Super Nintendo, and. You know, localization, all that nonsense. Yeah. Nintendo didn't think or Square didn't think that it was going to sell here in the States. Um, and surprise, it fucking did when Front Mission 3 came out. Yeah. Um, but no, it's they're both absolutely fantastic. The stories are, are pretty decent. But the gameplay, I'm, I'm, I want to see what they decide to like upgrade or modernize uh-huh. with these games because they were yeah. they were a little bit like intricate for or advanced for the super nintendo where it's right. just like you're putting the mech together and it's just like you're targeting different body parts and shit like that it, it's On very reminiscent nintendo. <laughs> it's very reminiscent to vagrant story in a way gotcha well that's also coming out in the summer with front mission 2 coming out in the future so we got that mm-hmm. to look forward to uh we got a disney cart game cool my, my son was just like that looks cool i'm like shut up you got mario kart yeah you're gonna get mario kart news uh knights <laughs> of the old what no not knights of the star wars force unleashed this did not look good like no. <laughs> it looks real bad <laughs> but nope. i'll just play the old ones so uh what else we got uh anything assassin's creed there you go if you never played two you can play it on the switch uh we got a gundam game 
cool. Got that two, uh, two world Chrono Cross. I mean, we already saw that it was coming out. So, oh, that's a that's a that's a mean baby. <laughs> that is an upset baby trying to save the recording. We're getting the, all right. We're, we got Chrono Cross. You, Chrono Cross is good. That's coming too. We got to look forward. Yep, to that's that. great. Uh, April seventh. So there we go. Uh, and then we got Kirby. We got to talk about Kirby. So we got more information on Kirby and the Forgotten World Land. I think is what it is. I think it's Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, Kirby has the ability now to like take over inanimate objects. Yeah, it's great. He'd yeah, be a car. It does. He'd be a look vending machine. <laughs> the, no, no, it looks stupid. But who it looks fucking so cares? dumb. It look. It's just what's great is the memes that have birthed from this. It's just Kirby on everything. Kirby on an Ava. Kirby on like everything <laughs> and anything you can think of. I mean, it looks great. Like I'm all for Kirby games, and this game looks. I mean, it's Kirby's Odyssey, is what it is, really. So, mm-hmm. Especially with him being able to take over inanimate objects, I'm just like, oh, that's Cappy. So <laughs> better Cappy because basically, it's, it's called. That's what it is. Mouthful mode. That is uh, so fucking stupid. I think that's what with the podcast title. Like <laughs> mouthful mode. I think iTunes will take that. Uh, but yeah, we could check that out. I'm excited for that. Uh, is that coming out in the summer too, or is that fall? That's next month, baby. Oh shit, that's next month. That's right around the corner. It is. We got the and the Forgotten Land. Yep, launches March 25th. There we go. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Uh, we got the show. Don't really care about that, but if you're into sports, there you go. Let me let me skip to the only other two things that I care about. Okay. Okay. You got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Mode or yes. Booster Course Pass, which I've heard some people are they're saying that they've already like seen some of the courses, um, which I don't think so because the first set drops in March. But what they're saying, what what sources are saying is that there has been no Mario Kart 8 integration with those courses. It is a copy-paste, essentially. Uh, no no real upgraded resolution. It's very lazily done. I noticed There's that no in the There's no zero gravity in, on those courses. So unless, like, this is just, like, the beta video that we're getting... It doesn't... Um, the other courses look much better, <laughs> like the original yeah. courses. Yeah, which I, like... If you were going to give me the opportunity to play on Coconut Mall again, I wouldn't give a shit. If you gave me the opportunity to play on fucking Waluigi's Pinball uh, yeah. course, I wouldn't give a shit. Because those those courses are absolutely fucking fantastic. There's um, a, I mean, but, they're spanning all the way from Super Nintendo or Super Mario Kart all the way up to the, the mobile one. Yeah, and, and you know what? There are people who are upset about it, and rightfully so. Because it is a cr- cash grab. Like, we yeah, we were hearing 100%. rumors that there was supposed to be Mario Kart 9. Rumors of Mario Kart 9 coming downrange. Yeah. And we get this instead. And while I personally don't think that there's much more that Mario Kart can do to be interesting uh, for a home console experience, yeah. that's still, like, I mean, go Eddie all the this. way. Mm-hmm. Eddie completely like, called it. I wouldn't care if I had to pay another 40, 50 bucks for a course map pack like this. You know, well, you don't have the to. same it's only level. 25. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's the other thing. It's just like when you think about it, there's going to be six or eight different map packs that are dropping. You get eight courses per map pack, um, and it's $25. 
there's corners being cut somewhere. Yeah. Or I mean it I mean we say twenty five dollars if you but if you have the upgraded expansion pack to have the N sixty four yeah, you uh, get it for library. free. Yeah, you already have it. You'll, or you don't mm-hmm. already have it, but you have it for free. So I can't complain about that. So yeah, cool. They, like, I'm not super upset about it. Do I think it's like a little lazy? Yes. Yes. But I hopefully they the the team who's who's working on it has a reason. So number pre- two, hold on. Go ahead. So I'm pretty sure there's like already 60 courses in regular Mario Kart Eight. So now we're up to 108 courses. 96. There's 96, 96 courses. Are you So we usually do where we play them all. We got to play all 96 now. I'm down for it. Let's do, do it. it. That's like an eight-hour stream. <laughs> That's fine. I'll fucking do it. And I think I know what else you're going to talk about, which is the Earthbounds. No, fuck Earthbound. Uh, Xenoblade, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, baby, oh. got r- announced coming out September it's referencing both Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2. Yeah. Fuck yes. Super fucking good. I'm trying to... Here it is. I was trying to find it in the video. Yeah, if that's your thing, uh, those games have never really enticed me, but I've seen... a couple. Out your o- mind. Is it Okami? One of the streamers I've seen on Twitter, Okami. Mr. Okami. He, Mr. Okami. So Mr. Okami is a big uh, supporter or believer in Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah. Um, That oh. has never gotten a re-release. Uh, it probably never will. There's a lot of there's a lot of like talk and conversation behind Xenoblade Chronicles X, like how it's supposed to be like an MMO before it was actually released. That's the one with Mechs, right? That one was on the Wii. Yeah, U? yeah, yeah. It was, it's a, it's a little weird, but it's it's still because it's very, one very X, game. two, and now three, right? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. I have a crying baby. You do. We're going to run through it. All right. So Earthbound 1 and 2 coming out. We got new modes for Metroid Dread. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to, those are the key highlights that we were going to bring up. Uh, if you want to go check it out, go find it on YouTube. It's got 5 million views right now. So I'm excited. Uh, a very good overall direct that I was not expecting. So, uh, Chris, what are you doing next week? We don't have any questions. So <laughs> My video is coming out next week. All right, that's the video on the game. Cubivore. Cubivore. Oh, God. All right. All right, I am going to be doing, I don't know, uh, but check us out. Go go follow us on all the social media. Go check us out on Discord, all that jazz. Uh, I got to double check. I got to double check the outline just to make sure we're not actually forgetting anything. Oh, by the way, next week, uh, this week was supposed to be the, our review, our video game uh, book club about Night Trap. Uh, we had to postpone that, so next week we're going to talk about that, and then the following week we're going to be doing the February edition of Pack One Pick One, which will be arcade cabs, so I'm excited about that, but uh, Chris has a crying baby, so we're going to wrap this one up pretty quick tonight. Uh, you guys take care, and <laughs> Sailor Corellia says, baby, no! <laughs> so, alright, we will see y'all later, thanks for tuning in, and uh, <laughs> Thank you, uh, baby, for ruining it. (laughs) Bye.